You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Guess who's back? Back again. AC's back. Tell a friend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? It's us. Are we AC? Yeah. Like AC Slater? I mean, well, Allison and Courtney, that's us. Yeah, that Allison, is us. Allison Courtney of the Double X Files, which is a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files. But let's have the other conversation that we were going to have. Yes, I think we. As a professional podcast, a duo mm-hmm. should just sign off everything as like, we're AC, coming at you. Catch us on the flip side, AC. AC. We keep you cool. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like it. I'm glad we had this conversation off mic. And before now, I start recording. Before you start recording. Wink. And, but, uh, so welcome, friends, space cadets, aliens to season four of the Double X-Files, which means we are on season four of the actual Chris Carter X-Files. Yeah. Can we just talk about our situation? Yes, please. We've missed each other. Yes. When we don't record, we never see each other, correct? Yes. Uh, You have um, done some things to your holsties. Why don't you talk about that? Like that... That that beard you've grown? Oh, my my hiatus beard. Your hiatus beard. Oh, I actually thought we weren't going to talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> so, sorry. Well, um, uh, as you know, like it's like the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah. Podcasters, when they go on hiatus, you grow a beard. Yeah. Um, yours is very luxurious. Thank you. You know what? I have been uh, using this special pomade in it. Yeah. And it just keeps it like feeling squeaky clean and smelling like lemons. The curl. Yeah. Can, may I say the curl? It's, you got it. You got to go on. I, mine, I thank you for not talking about it right away. Yeah. Um, it's a little spotty. I didn't want to. <laughs> I mean, I thought maybe I could give you some tips, but I didn't want to be weird. I do have to tell you, I did just take some hair off of my head and glue it because I felt really glue it to my chinny chin chin. Because you saw mine. I did see yours. And you were like, oh no. So, but now I used... E6000 glue, and it's on there permanently. Nice. So if you see us, uh, if we do a live show or whatever, if you see us, um, I'll probably still have that on. And I, obviously, I'm going to shave mine You're after going we finish to shave, this episode. Because we're the done. The is over. We're back, baby. We're back, baby. Are you guys ready? Strap in, motherfuckers. <laughs> Let's, okay. So I'm a little rusty. Yeah. What do we do? Very first thing off the top. We say our names. We did. Okay, check. I'm Courtney. I'm Allison. And this is Courtney and Allison, and this is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files. Check. Now what? Now I tell you and the audience at home uh-huh. the name of the episode we watched and the Netflix description. Hey, Allison. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay, cool. Oh, it feels so good to be back. Back in the saddle. Ooh. As you know, we're starting season four, and we watched season four, episode one, Heronvolk. 
I like the accent you put on that. Hey, thank you. It's very authentic. I know. I did my best. <laughs> I like how you curled your mustache while you while you said it. I know, and it's sad. This is the last time I'll be able to do I that because I'm going to shave it off. You're going to shave it off. Um, mm-hmm. So here's the description from Netflix. Mm-hmm. As the alien bounty hunter continues his relentless pursuit, Mulder encounters puzzling new evidence regarding his sister. Uh, so when we when this first flashed on this on the screen, mm-hmm. uh, number one, we're we love the alien bounty hunter. Yes, we call him endearingly our Dolph Lundgren. Yes, alien Dolph Lundgren sent from above to save us. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, new evidence, puzzling new evidence. <laughs> Whenever the X Files description talks about puzzling new evidence, I get a little worried. I get a little boner. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Because I know when the Netflix description says it's puzzling, it's going to be real confusing and they're not going to tell us anything. They wrote that because they have no idea. (laughs) Was there new evidence? Mm, Puzzling. Maybe. I don't know. You decide. Wink. (laughs) Number three. The number third thing we do is Mm -hmm. we talk about our predictions. Yes. So every single episode... Except for that one we goofed on. Yeah. We predict what's going to happen in the next episode. Um, And this is very important. This is integral to our podcast. Yes, it's very important. This is the string cheese that holds the fondue together. My string cheese is very easy to peel apart. That seems like a problem to me. (laughs) Are you bringing this up now? I'm sorry. This is not the hill I want to die on. Okay. I just had to mention. (laughs) Every season, we have a prize for whomever predicts the best Mm -hmm. makes the most correct predictions gets the most points as we call them points last season we actually tied Uh uh-huh gee and then the season before that we tied too yeah it's like really weird actually so i don't know what's going on (laughs) what oh well we're just very bad at this because we tied with very few points (laughs) yeah i think we were three three so uh, I believe now, in terms of our predictions from the last episode of season three, mm-hmm. I don't think I got any points, to be honest. Yeah. I guess that there were going to be a men in black situation. Yes. I also guess that the good alien Jeremiah mm-hmm. died. Yeah. No points for me. You did not get any points. What did you predict? Do you remember? I think I predicted... Um, I, I think actually what I predicted had to do with Daddy Double Tap, didn't it? You did. Th- I don't think you predicted what happened, though. No, but I think I predicted that uh, things would come to a head. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> hey yo. You just predicted a sex thing, didn't you? I did. That's not this kind of podcast. It is. It, it is. is. This, <laughs> yeah. It is that kind of podcast. Uh, I don't think you got any points. No, I don't think I got any points. So, zero, zero. Done. Starting with a clean slate. Oh, Fresh. Now, let's get into it. Let's talk about this episode. Let's talk about this episode. Uh, I have to confess, Mm -hmm. I've been on a life bender since uh, Wednesday. Okay. It is now Saturday. I'm real tie-tie. Yeah. My eyes were fluttering closed a couple times. Oh, no. So if my notes don't make sense, I need you to just take my hand and guide me through it. I will do my very best. Good. Let's do it. Number one. Why are there so many numbers? <laughs> I need to keep focus, Allison. <laughs> number one thing that happened that I noticed that is important to me. We have a Canadiana shout out. Yeah. We have a TELUS employee who is in 
his little van. He's climbing up a pole. He's fixing telephones? With Alberta plates. With Alberta plates. Holla. He's climbing up a telephone pole. Yes. Correct. What is he doing? We don't, we don't know. know. But he pulls out a screwdriver and he starts kind of just like wheeling and dealing in there. He doesn't have a hard hat on. So no, we he know didn't. he's going to die. Yes. Horribly. A couple things happen uh, in this situation. We do see a very small bee. Yes. It's fuzzy. His butt is fuzzy. I do want to point that out. Mm. Um, and the bee uh, gently crawls on this man's neck and then stings him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no. Ugh. Stupid bee, eh? Well, he says, because um, at this point, a crowd of identical children. Uh, may we call them children of the corn. Yes. The Albertan corn. <laughs> <laughs> you know what really freaked me out the first time that I, I saw it? What? Um... Brussels sprouts. Oh, how they grow on a little tree? I love it. It's it it's unnerving because I don't think anything on earth should grow that way. In clusters. In round green clusters. You don't uh-huh. you don't think anything on the earth should grow in round green clusters? No. Give me another one that grows in round green clusters. Like broccoli? Not, that's spirals. <laughs> and grapes don't count. They're not from here. <laughs> They're from another planet. This just in, everyone. Uh, Courtney has proclaimed that grapes are aliens, so I might have to leave. (laughs) Well, I mean, grapes are weird, though. When I was a kid, the only way I would eat grapes was by peeling all the skin off them first with my teeth. What did you do with the skin? I ate it. Wait, hold on. Pump the brakes. Yeah. You peeled the skin off. Yeah. You set it in a very nice pile on your plate. More or less. You ate the flesh... And then the skin. No, I ate the skin and then the flesh. Why? 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 I, don't, no? I found it enjoyable. It felt like, I think I always imagined I was peeling an eyeball. Okay. <laughs> well, there we are. Hey, let's keep talking about the X-Files. Did I creep you out? Yep, a okay. little. <laughs> so there are these five identical children that have gathered below him. And uh, this guy up on the pole he turns to the kids and he says, Oh, a bee just stung me, eh? Oh, yeah, a bee just stung me, eh? Oh, I just got stung by a bee, eh? And then he said, Oh, done that, just take the cake. (laughs) Like, okay, guys, we're not that far from the border. We're not a stereotype for you to make fun of. Well, we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, if we there's are. any culture that you can make fun of, it is probably us. Oh, 100% Canadians, yes. Because <laughs> we say sorry. Yeah. And we have very quaint sayings. Yeah. Like, oh, ain't that just a pickle in a jar? And it's, ain't that a piggly wiggly? Didn't that just roll up my rim to win? <laughs> Those are two good timbits you got there. The man dies. The man dies. He falls off the pole. Uh, and, um, I mean, who hasn't fallen off the pole? <laughs> uh, before he falls off the pole, we see the bee fall to the ground in a scene that I found <laughs> fucking hilarious because <laughs> it's just like, it stings him and then you have a shot of it hitting the ground and the timing did not make sense. And his little legs are up in the air. Just like wiggling around. Okay. Um, so I know we have dog actors and horse actors and like cat actors yeah. and rat actors. What about that bee? Oh, that was definitely a trained bee. As a trained bee. How do you train a bee? Do you, like, have a little Q-tip full of honey and then, like, dab at places that it should go? Do bees eat the honey? Bees eat the honey. Okay. What do you think they do? Whoa. What do you think they do with the honey? Well, I thought they just made it. I didn't know they ate it. And then do what? What do they eat? What do bees eat? Maybe they sell it in a large bee economy. (laughs) 
Maybe bees are a capitalist system. No, they're not. Oh, okay. They're full commies. I'll, I will go ask around and see what I can If you're find. a bee expert. You're a bee. No. If you're a bee. Sorry, if you're a bee. Can you use your little tiny legs? Adorable little legs. Just type it, type it, type us up a little email at doublexfallspodcast at gmail.com. And tell us, what is your society like? Hey, hey bees. How are things going? Yeah. How are, how are you? You doing good? You doing okay? How's the honey? I know it sucks you can't fuck the queen. Because, right, only one bee fucks a queen? That's what I'm told. Okay. <laughs> By the bees. Yeah. They sent us the emails. Yeah. Right? They said, okay. hey, I want to fuck the queen, but it's not my turn. But it's not my turn. Um, so it's a it's, circular motion. I read a sort of, like, bee advice column. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. This yes and just went a little bit too far, but I want to continue it. Okay. Tell me about your adv- bee advice column. Well, bees though. write to me with their problems, which is almost always universally, I want to fuck the queen, but it's not my turn. I, I want to smash. Now what? Yeah, yeah. I want to smash. Texted her you up. She said, busy fucking the guy I'm supposed to be fucking. What the fuck do you want? You can do better than that, B. Yeah. That's fine. Hey, B. Hey, it'll B. It'll be your turn. I'll be okay. So, uh, there was a lot that we just talked about. I think the biggest things that you have got, you have to get out of this cold open is that there's a man and a bee. The bee is very cute. There's also children. The man dies and then the song plays. That's it. But instead of the truth is out there, it says everything dies. Holy shit, guys. It's dark. I think is a direct pull because we changed our um, whole motto. Yeah. Yeah. We actually changed our 2017 motto. Our 2017 motto for season four is wetter, wilder, meaner, gayer. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. That's That's what what we're going to bring. You can even buy those t-shirts. Wink. Wink. Do it. Capitalism. Capitalism. Be like the bees. Make some honey. Make some money. You gotta do something while you're waiting for your turn to fuck the queen. <laughs> right? Aren't we all just waiting for our turn to fuck the queen? Hell yeah. Why don't you buy a t-shirt from us? Redbubble, right? Yeah. And yeah. there's a link on our Facebook page. Um, it, We're not just shilling for nothing. It really does help us out. Yeah. We bought a fancy new microphone. That's why we sound so, so good. Yeah. So, so smooth. So I would love money to pay for that microphone. <laughs> and I will say our, our microphone, just so you know, uh, is a giant robot dick. So it is a beautiful, shining monolith. Yeah. And it is a robot dick. So we fooled around with what we're going to name this. Mm-hmm. And I believe since it is a giant robot dick, we have to name it Walter Skinner. We absolutely have to name it Walter Skinner because so, of his robot dick. So we have to, every single episode you hear from now on, we are going to be just whispering into Walter Skinner's dick. Just sweetly. <sighs> just giving him the business. Oh, yeah. Um, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, so we're picking up, we're picking up where we left off at the end of the season three finale. Um, Mulder, uh, and Scully have Jeremiah, yeah. the alien, uh, and Dolph Lundgren is getting out of his car and coming towards them, and, uh, action. There is about a ten minute chase scene in the dark. I don't appreciate it. That was so long. I don't appreciate it. I, it could have been cut. Gosh, guys. Um, I did appreciate our alien bo- bounty hunter, alien Dolph Lundgren, comes in, turns around, goes up the stairs, and 
I'm very bored, but for a brief moment, his ass is lit up just very nicely by some <laughs> ambient lighting. And I just go, hey, nice. Yeah, you did. And, and then other than that, I didn't know who was chasing yeah. who. I wrote down, I am far too tired and hung over for this shit. You did. Wow. I did. Yeah. It's on my notes. Um, the cool thing is the superhero land and the slow walk that yeah. Alien Dolph Lundgren did. That was pretty cool. I will say the one thing that stuck out to me about this chase sequence was that it was scored by Stomp, the musical. <laughs> so there is this weird chase scene. Yeah. And long and boring. And how it ends up is Jeremiah, the rogue alien man, is in a boat. Yes. And he's like, see ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. <laughs> And Mother's like, wait, I need you, my mom. My mom, you need to save my mom's life. Because Jeremiah, as we may or may not recall, is an alien who has healing powers. Yeah. Oh, I. good thing you told me that because I totally forgot. You had no idea throughout this whole episode why Mulder wanted Jeremiah to come meet his mom? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I thought he was. Can I be honest? Yes. I thought he was trying to set his mom up on a blind date. No. Yeah. <laughs> Because as we, we know... We'll get to it, but she don't need the help. <laughs> as we know, uh, the smoking man, a.k.a. as we call him, the ghost of Ronald Reagan, is into Mulder's oh, mother. He's not just into her, Gordy. They fucked. They, well, that's what I mean. <laughs> he can't... He was into in her, and then he was out of her. And then he, he was, was in, in her, her again. And then he was out of her So I quickly. think Mulder needs to, like... He's like, I can't... My stepdad cannot be the ghost of Ronald Reagan. I have got to get some other fool up in here. And what better stepdad is, than an alien? Right? Yeah. Like, for Mulder, having an alien stepdad would be dope as It shit. would be ideal for him. Right? So I think I thought that was what was going on. I forgot that Jeremiah could. Yeah, help. no, he wanted him to save save his mom's oh, life. Oh, that makes um, much more. So sense. that's why uh, Mulder hops into the boat with Jeremiah and just kind of shouts peace as they sail away. And Scully realizes what is happening and leaving Scully to be choked out by uh, alien Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, where is he? And Scully's like, I don't know. know. Her voice. Uh, it was kind of good. Wasn't it was kind of good. <laughs> Like fake choke Scully? Yeah. Uh, 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 it's really cute. Is that weird? It is absolutely probably weird that you think it's hot when Scully's getting choked out. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we laid it all on the table because I, I do. I will follow up by saying probably weird, but fine to be weird. You do you. Yeah. I do we. It's chill to be weird. Uh-huh. Scully is left alone with Alien Dolph Lundgren. Mm-hmm. And again, Mulder is fucked off. Yeah. Completely. He has taken right off. I do want to say, if I didn't know at this point it was written by Chris Carter uh, from the, what's it called? The title intro? Yeah. I would know at this point. Because. Oh, hit me. The good old Chris Carter dialogue just slid itself right in. (laughs) Like Ronald Reagan into Mrs. Mulder. Oh, no. (laughs) And if you haven't listened to the Double X Files before, number one, why not? You probably don't understand anything that's going on. Uh, But number two, my favorite thing to do is talk about and write down Chris Carter's back and forth dialogue that doesn't make any sense. I would say you could even take that wider and say that your favorite thing and Mm. my favorite thing Mm. uh, is to talk shit. Yeah, to throw down. Let me just, let me just part the curtains here. I don't understand. I can show you. My mother 
is dying are three lines that came all together. Just one after the other. Just one after the one. I can stop it. How can you stop it? The, the classic hallmarks of Chris Carter dialogue are a repeated line that someone has just said but asked as a question. There is a larger plan. What about this larger plan? How can we stop this larger plan? I can stop it. Can you stop it? What about my mother? How fine is your mother? <laughs> tell me more. Ta- hey, tell me about your mother. <laughs> That's how the lines were written. Anyway. He, he also, at one point, Jeremiah also says, I must perish, which got a pretty good laugh out of me. <laughs> Jeremiah's lines were written as if this alien being had not lived on Earth for very long. Mm-hmm. I would think any aliens that lived on our Earth for more than a couple years would get our um, cliches and our puns and our, like, idioms yeah. really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It's not hard. It's like, if you don't pick that up, you're going to talk like a robot. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, but I don't think that that was a character choice. What do you mean? I don't think it was a conscious choice to have him. You think those lines were written not for him as an alien, but just for a regular person? Yes. You think, oh boy, that's even a bigger problem. <laughs> that's not know. good. It's kind of a slam, but I do think that, like... I think that's just how he writes. No, because you know what? I could see Smokey Man say those lines. I could see Daddy Double Tap say those lines. I can see a lot of people say those lines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so mostly what um, Mulder and Jeremiah are talking about is they take off towards Canada. like um, While Scully is being choked out. Yes. May I, men- may I mention? Uh, like Gina Davis and Susan Sarandon. Oh, they boy. get in an old car and they drive up to Alberta. Um, and they just talk a lot about this new world order that's being brought on, apparently, that has to do with the shadowy cabal, uh, has to do with the aliens. Mm. Again, it's not something we can really tell you a lot about or explain a lot about because the show does not explain it to us. We don't have. Our guess, yeah. our guesstimate of this whole situation, we have been forming for quite a long time, correct? Yes. Um, this shadow cabal is headed by the smoking man. Mm-hmm. Or, mm, AKA. AKA the ghost of Ronald Reagan. All of the other people who are white men mm-hmm. in this shadowy cabal are also ghosts of former presidents. Yes. So the former presidents of the United States of America are controlling America from the inside. And you can't tell me anything different because the show hasn't provided any other evidence. Absolutely true. They've only hinted at it, but everything fits. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that our narrative... It makes sense. Our merit narrative fits in like a puzzle piece. Yeah. To a slightly different puzzle piece. And you just... Just hit it. Just hit it you enough. You wiggle in and it works. Yeah. But that puppy is right next to the dolphin. The picture might not match, but it fits. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> um, speaking of dead presidents... Uh, Howard the Thumb Taft shows up. Yeah. Oh, boy. This is a man. He's, uh, mm, makes me feel uneasy to look at. Yep. His face is, his head is large. His face is not large. If that makes sense. It does. And he is in the room with the ghost of Ronald Reagan, a.k.a. the smoking man, and another, I don't know, guy. Yeah. Uh, we don't know about his deal. Uh, and they're just floating around Mrs. Mulder's uh, hospital room. Mm-hmm. And they're throwing out threats. Do you remember specifically the, these threats? Uh, do I remember one single thing they talked about? No. <laughs> 
Can we guess? Uh, I think a lot of it was about getting get, uh, getting to Jeremiah, killing Jeremiah, so that he... Because uh, essentially Jeremiah is sort of a rogue agent, as there are so many on this show. Rogue alien. A rogue alien, and he's going he's gonna to blow up their whole spot, basically. Okay. Uh, if they don't kill him. So and that's why... what Dolph Lundgren is sent to do. So what Howard the Thumb Taft proposes to Ron- Ronnie mm-hmm. uh, is, oh, we're going to kill Mrs. Mulder. Or they're going to threaten to kill her because they think that if they threaten to kill her that Mulder and Jeremiah will reappear. They'll come back. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Uh, because they need Jeremiah. Because yeah. he's rogue. Because he's rogue and they got to kill him. Uh, but Ronnie, dear mm-hmm. smoking man, he into that piece. Yeah, he does not like this plan. No, he's like, uh, no, don't do that. Uh, if you could not kill her, because we have fucked, we have, and I would like to again. <laughs> I would, hey, help a brother out. Brother gotta get a dick wet. <laughs> oh, right? Yep. Right? Yep. Uh, so, I don't know, that kind of stands in the air. And that kind of shows you the shadowy President Cabal is is not as, like, together. Not as toit as you would think that they would be. <laughs> not as toit as Mrs. Mulder. Okay! Oh, boy! Hey, welcome to the Double X-Files. Hey! We talk about vaginas. Sometimes. Sometimes. But in a respectful way. But respectful way. Your vagina doesn't matter how loose or tight or whatever it is. We love all. Yeah. Personally. Personally. <laughs> Personally. We've loved them all. <laughs> we've gotten around. We've, we've been a place or two. <laughs> no, we're so lonely. Yep. <laughs> also accurate. <laughs> um, okay. So let's talk about this ro- Albertan road trip mm-hmm. that Mulder and Jeremiah take. Mm-hmm. There are no cows. So I don't know why they're not in Alberta. No. They're probably Fraser Canyon, we said? Yeah, or um, maybe just like outside of Surrey. They are driving a very old car that runs out of gas. Yeah. So... Uh, let's just, let's kind of talk about the farm situation. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about please, that? Please, please. Okay. They go and they see a farm that's kind of covered up and we estimate, well, this is, <laughs> this is some good old, uh, BC bud. <laughs> yes. They're, uh, uh, growing the ganja, which is not legal yet in BC. No. But will be. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. Maybe. Um, so they're illegally growing alien weed. They're growing space weed. Yeah, they're growing space weed on this farm. What? How do I get some? <laughs> hey, those bees, though? Yeah. Must be real high. <laughs> oh, my God. I want high bees. You know what? What? You could probably make pot, like, marijuana honey. Hey, Allison, you're a big pot smoker, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm always just puffing you... those doobers. <laughs> um, so, this is a pot farm. Yes. Space pot. Space space weed with bees. Really high bees. Pollinating the space weed. I don't see what's so hard to understand about that. Chris Carter, thank you for this. <laughs> and Every now and then he throws us one. He does. Hey, you know what those girls are like? Some dang space weed. <laughs> That'll hey, keep Chris quiet. Carter, you're right. You're right. We do love that. Yeah. Uh, what I love even more is this entire farm is, farm is just populated by children. Oh, yeah. Farmed by children. Alien children. Uh, carrying very small buckets to milk the very tiny bees. Because that's how you get honey. Yeah. And weed? I don't... Hey, the bees eat the weed. Then you milk the bees and drink the milk and you get real high. Okay. It's like the cat that eats the cocoa beans. Oh, the special poop coffee. 
The poop coffee. People pay a lot of money for poop coffee. They sure do. So we, as a Double X Files season four uh, franchise, we are going to sell (laughs) bee milk? (laughs) Question mark? THC infused bee milk? (laughs) Yeah. You can only get a little bit because it's real strong. Yeah. I would dilute it with some real milk. It's some hydrotherapy shit. I gotta tell you, this is the best business plan I've ever heard in my life. No, we gotta get little tiny buckets like those children got. We gotta get some BC bud. We gotta get some willing and consenting bees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's important. Maybe unionized. I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just gotta find their nipples. Where are... Mm, uh, uh, you're gonna need some tweezers. <laughs> I don't know. Well, these children found the nipples just fine, so we'll be okay. Yeah, we'll just get them to help Another us. thing about these children, half of them yeah. are Mulder's sister? Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah, at the age that she was abducted. So what happened? They're, I think their age is alien clones. So they planted Mulder's sister in the ground, and... Yeah, that's how that works. Little sisters just sprung up. Just popped up. Bup, bup, bup. And then another boy, too, but we don't know who the we boy is. We don't know is. who the boy is. Okay. Um, but Mulder, and, and frankly, we don't care. Yeah, no. We Sorry. Could, uh, we can give a shit. Um, Mulder tries to talk to one of the little girls that looks like his sister, um, and she just stares at him, and Jeremiah says, she doesn't have a language. Jeremiah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jeremiah, just I'm done with your shit. shit. Perish uh. already, okay? <laughs> just perish. You've told us you must. Just do it. Just do- Oh, God. Everything dies. Why don't you die? <laughs> He really hates Jeremiah. I don't like him. I loved him the last Did episode. You? I could really, I, I could really do without hey, Frank, him in this one. I don't remember. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> so Mulder is having this existential crisis in which there are many sisters. Yes. He had zero sisters. Now he has many sisters. It's, I imagine that would be shocking. He can't carry all these sisters, so he decides, um, "I'm going to just take one. I'm just going to take mine. a sister. It's mine now. I'm going <laughs> now. Okay." These are just kind of drones, right? Yeah. But they're people aliens? I have no idea. So what are the ramifications of kidnapping a little girl who's just a... That's probably fine. Probably, but child... Okay. Uh, Here's the thing, Mulder. You're not thinking long game here. If you have a small girl in your apartment, social services opens up your door, knocks on it. This girl does not speak because you did not teach her how to speak or read. And she's eating fucking pot honey off your ground floor... Like, you're going to be in some shit. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a crime, Mulder. So many crimes. That's that. Now, can we talk about, because we actually have not mentioned uh, Scully. Scully, yeah. Well, I, I wanted to I wanted to handle the bee situation. Okay. It's very important to yeah, me that course. we talk about bees a lot. And I feel we have. <laughs> I feel like we've probably cut. A lot of the bee talk from this episode. <laughs> so if this is the first time you're hearing about bees, it's chill, whatever. Just come on. It's because Allison, be cool. Allison got a lot of it out. <laughs> and I agree with that. Thank you, Allison. You're welcome. Let's talk about Scully. Okay. So Scully actually stays overnight at the place where this chase happened. Oh my God. Yes. Let's talk about that. <laughs> this made me so angry. And Mulder calls her and he says, where are you? And she says, I'm in the car at the place where you left me because you left me and you haven't been answering your phone. And he says, I need you to do something for me. And it's like, Boulder, cut the shit. Like, you left her here and now you're just ordering her around. This is a gross, like, irresponsible, abusive relationship. Yeah, at this point, it's really uncomfortable. It's really, like, 
I waited here. Now, to be fair, she waited there because Alien Dolph Lundgren is, like, holding, holding a, an ice pick to her neck. Hey, yeah. what was the pee situation like, do you think? Oh, I think I think it happened. <laughs> oh, yeah, she would have to. Yeah, so I think that car smelled. No, no. I would think Alien Dolph Lundgren would be, like, just go bop a squat over there. Oh, right? really? You don't think that he would just be like, you stay where you fucking are? Oh, I hope not. Yeah, I hope. Because you're going to have to clean that car real, real good. <laughs> yep. How often do you think aliens have to pee or are aliens so efficient they don't have to pee? I think they do have to pee, but they don't do it in the way that we do it. How do they do it? Um, I think they release it out of their skin uh, glands like sweat. Ooh. So in that car, Scully has been waiting overnight with Alien Dolph Lundgren, who is sweating uric acid out his skin. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh, God. I've upset you. Yeah? Okay. Oh. I apologize. So he's real, 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 real salty. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, Oh, no. Uh, Yeah, there's someone who uh, got a boner right now listening to that. What part of that specifically gave them the boner? Uh, the part where your, your his skin is covered in a very thin layer of pee. <laughs> Just glazed like a cake. Hey, if that's your thing, like, whatever, be cool. Who cares? No, if that's your thing, I mean, take a shower, number one. <laughs> <laughs> Cold, preferably. Cold. <laughs> uh... How does Scully get back to... Yeah, now this is my question because I do not recall. Oh, I remember, I remember, I remember. Uh, what does he ask her to do? Well, he sh- they're just waiting for Mulder to call. Yeah, and then he asks her to do something when he calls. I don't know, just be cool. Just be cool. Hey, be cool. Hey, be cool, Soda Pop. <laughs> Stay gold, pony boy. S- uh, Mulder calls and says, oh, we're in Alberta. And then... Alien Dolph Lundgren fucks off. Like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna like, go to Alberta. Oh, they're in, they're in Alberta, I'm gonna go kill them. There is... <laughs> Hey, guys, Alberta's real, real big. It's like... Good fucking luck, losers. I mean, it's the entire... I would say if you took Alberta out of Canada and plopped it into the Midwest of the United States, which, please, I mean, please do. Take it. Take it. Um, Take it, Americans. Mm. Just take it. Take all that farmland. Take our oil in the sands that you have to take very slowly, and it's very environmentally awful. (laughs) Take it. Anyway, it's huge. Yeah, it's huge. Where do they, I guess, aliens know? Do they have, like... Maybe he knows about the bee farm, and so he knows that's where they went. Oh, he knows about the BC alien bud. Yeah. The space weed. So the next thing that happens is Scully goes to uh, Skinner. Ah. And I don't remember why, but I do remember that you shouted out, Look at that ass! Skinner is just leaning on his secretary's desk. And he's got a, a booch tooch. Yeah, he sure does. He's booched it. No, tooched he's it. Tooched his he's tooched He's a booty booty tooch. Yeah, he has tooched his booch. But what is it called when a boy does it? It's called a booch. A booch. A boy booty tooch. It's also what we call kombucha. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it's the booch. Ooh. Well, I don't do that. Okay. Because what Skinner was doing is a booch. Yeah, he was booching hard. <sighs> and I'm, you know, I'm not judging you. That ass. That ass? That ass? Was mm, mm. 100. Loved those, it. Those pleated pants did him real right. They uh, were pleated in all the right places. And none of the bad ones. None of the bad ones. Uh, he is very frustrated. Yes. And we, li- he, and we like, hey, we like that. We like that a lot. We like that. If this is your first episode of the Double X Files, I just want to say on record, 
What do we think of Walter Skinner? Uh, we love him. We really love him. Yeah, he's our favorite character, and he is 100% fuckable. That's all I'm going to say. That's all we are going to and say. And we did see him nut. We did go back. Wait, episode? I oh, don't I remember. Don't go through all of the episodes until you hear us screaming about Walter Skinner nutting on camera. Yeah, because it, it was did great. happen. It was great. Uh, fan service, am I right? Yeah, they so, serviced us. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh... Walter Skinner is very confused Mm -hmm. because there are a bunch of people named Jeremiah Smith with the same social security That's what it is, yeah. And they're all running around, and Scully was supposed to do something about this, but then she she fucked right off. So she, in the the season three finale, discovered that there were five uh, discreet Jeremiah Smiths. (laughs) You like that? That's what I call my dildos. (laughs) Five discreet Jeremiah Smiths. Hey, that's good. Hidden across my room. <laughs> so yeah, Jeremiah Smith had there. There were five of him. They lived in different states. They all worked for the Social Security Agency. Yeah, uh, and they were all collecting data on people. So um, Scully is, uh, uh, or Skinner rather, has gotten a hold of this data, and he asked Scully to like figure out what the fuck it means. Yeah, you're a scientist. Do this, and then she takes it <gasps> to our favorite boy. He's a science boy. He is what, a science what's boy. his real name? Pendrel. Because he's named after a street in Vancouver. He is. Agent Pendrel. He's real cute. I like him. He's a sweet boy. He is a sweet boy. Uh, But my theory, and I'm going to just keep it on that table, is he is uh, that long lost Scully brother, Charlie Scully. That we heard about in the revival. That we heard about in the revival, but haven't heard about since. Yeah. Yeah. So they have this kind of conversation about what the hell this data is. Mm -hmm. He says... Oh my god, it's seven 10 gigabyte hard drives worth of data. Oh, that's that's so much. That's like a 16th of my porn. Like a- <laughs> it turns out, so Scully does some uh, research. Yeah. She is a medical doctor and a scientist. Mm-hmm. And she finds out that it is, uh, I want to say, smallpox? Yeah, well, she finds that out from, uh, she, so she's very confused by all of this data. She says it looks like DNA sequencing. Yeah. Uh, and she goes to Mulder's apartment. Yes. And she calls on the services. Of Daddy Double Tap. Of Daddy Double Tap. Yes. She makes the X, and that's a, like, a bat signal for yep. Daddy Double Tap, our favorite daddy, to come in and tell everyone what for now he's very upset because Mulder's not there and he has information from Mulder and I you know what this kind of scene Scully's like I'm here you can tell me yeah I have also information I know what's going on you need to tell me and Daddy Double Tap is very dismissive Mm -hmm. but she brings him is that just 70 gigabytes yes it is all 70 gigabytes of data and Daddy, Daddy Double Tap's like Oh, it's look towards the smallpox vaccinations? Yeah, he says, um, she's talking about a specific, I think it's SPE or something. S-E-P. S-E-P, smallpox eradication protocol. protocol. Um, so he tells her that's what that stands for. And then, but he's really very dismissive of her. It's really different. Tells her like, you know, don't unlock doors that you're not ready to walk through. And can we talk about his facial hair? Please. Now, I don't know how much time has passed. None. 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 His facial hair has grown three sizes that day. Yeah, it absolutely did. It was did. very pencil thin before. It was before. a very small little bit just on the tip of his chin. And now I would give it just a two finger. Yeah. Maybe a three. Like a two to three finger coverage across like the Like if the you pour two fingers of whiskey. Anyway, Scully has a meeting with a bunch of white dudes. Yes. 
I find many of them very alarming. As you could say about most white dudes. The first man who comes on stage... Oh, how did I describe him? You said, why is his whole face and his mouth a prune? And I loved that. He was prune man. Yeah, prune he face. was. He just walked right off the Dick Tracy uh, movie and came right here. <laughs> just zoomed right in. Did not take any makeup off. And I'm going to try to put this all together. Okay. Everyone got a smallpox vaccination. Yeah. And back in the day, when you got a smallpox vaccination, you got a little scar. So she biopsied her scar, and she found out that in the scar, there was something extra. Yeah. What it was, I don't know. I think it was like a specific protein. Does someone? Hey. (laughs) Hey, Allison. Yes. Does someone... Does someone jizz in the vaccination? Is that... Is that... Ooh. Well... That's a specific protein, all right. That's Double X Files Mythos. That's some... Ooh, boy. (laughs) I got it. Yeah. Tell me. Okay. Hold on, Space Cadets. So... Charlie Scott also has has different ones. Mm -hmm. Which means there are many different mm, proteins happening... Uh-huh. Where can you get a lot of protein from people who have testicles? From yanking it? You can, yes, masturbation. Now, mm. who loves to jerk it? Dead presidents. Because <gasps> they're are not. You, can I just step back for a second and just look at this whole cloth? You are saying that the cabal of dead presidents yanked it. Into the smallpox vaccine that was given to people across the nation. And they are using their own semen to track the population. Well, when you put it like that. No, that's exactly what I'm saying. I love it. Done. I'm in. That's how they tag people. They tag people. Oh, no. They're tagging you, Allison. That, I like that because that's so much more wrong. Like, so Skinner's like, so you're telling me they're literally tagging us like cattle. Yeah. And Scully's like, yeah. And Skinner's like, well, that's really disturbing. That's a really big leap. If Skinner ever only knew what those tags actually were, he'd that's be a like, whole other level. And again, there are there is someone out there huh? who just got a boner. We're doing a service. We're helping you reach with climax. Your fucking obscure ass fetishes. That we are only stumbling upon by accident. We are helping you finish. I'm just, hey, I'm just trying to make sense. I'm trying, there's all, again, the puzzle pieces. Yeah. There's a lot of puzzle pieces. The ones I currently am crafting are all shaped like dicks. Okay. So I gotta just squeeze them in there. Gotta just fit them wherever you can. Gotta fit those dicks wherever you, oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, So that's what happens. Yeah. Now, now Scully doesn't understand that yet. No, but I'm in. But you're in. I'm in 100%. Excellent. Good. Mulder and uh, Jeremiah and uh, the young alien drone, Samantha. That, Samantha 2? Samantha 2. Electric I, Boogaloo. Yeah, I like Electric Beagaloo? <laughs> no, we did Yes, we did. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, so Mulder and Jeremiah Smith and Samantha 2 Electric Beagaloo. <laughs> I hate you. They are trying to find somewhere to escape because Dolph Lundgren has just shown up and uh, Samantha 2 Electric Beagaloo uh, opens up the door to a honey storage area. A bee paradise. <laughs> yeah. A bee wonderland. A bee zort. 
Oh. Get it? Yep. <laughs> Love it. So it's full of these big honeycombs. Dripping down, it's like red honey. Yeah. It looks really dope. It looks really cool. And they're like, because the bees are hopped up on THC. Yes. Their stings are mighty powerful. Extremely. Extremely powerful. Um, well, because, and now here's how that works scientifically. Please tell me. Is that because uh, the bees are so chill because of the THC, uh-huh. all their bad vibes uh-huh. have been concentrated down into their stingers. Into their butt. Yeah. So that when they put the butt to your face, you get all the bad vibes. Yeah. All their bad vibes None going into you ones. and they're just like remaining they're chill. super chill. And then they die. But they're like chill about it. Okay. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Yeah. No one gets hurt. Now, Jeremiah and Samantha 2, Electric Beagaloo. Uh, <laughs> They're okay. They're immune to the bees. Why? Maybe they smoke the ganja, the space weed. That makes sense to me. Mulder is not. No. So what is Mulder? Mm, how does Mulder problem solve this? How oh. does Mulder problem solve Well, this? he takes the gasoline that Jeremiah got for their car and he pours it all up on himself. Why? Like a gas bath. Hey, is that science? I don't know. <laughs> At this point, I don't know what to believe. <gasps> I said the B word. <laughs> You know what you believe? Everything dies. Everything dies. Except this goddamn show. (laughs) So they go into the bee paradise. Yeah. And Dolph Lundgren comes in after them. Mm -hmm. And there's this scene of like, peekaboo, I see you. Where are all the guys I have to kill? And there's a giant wall of honey. It's a honey wall. Oh, I just want to lick it. Well, you will get very high if you do that. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. (laughs) Hey, you know what we could do? What? We can super cut this episode. Every time we say the word B, it gets faster a little bit. <laughs> Please. I'm sure YouTube will take care of it. Yeah. Anyway, someone likes the someone likes the wall and gets a really good idea that let's hide behind the, the wall, wall yeah. and then push the giant thing of honey wall on onto Dolph Lundgren. On, and that's um, what happened. Yeah, and he gets all bit. It was spectacular. Yeah, he gets bee bit. He gets all those bad vibes. He gets real... He, they make the worst bee pomples I have ever seen. <laughs> Gosh. Just fill him up but with But he's immune. But he's immune, right? Yeah, but it does just, like, take him out for a while. It really hurts. It yeah. stings. Ugh. I've learned it from you. <laughs> I know. We've been doing this for a very long time. So Mulder calls Scully on a payphone and he says, hey, me and my party. <laughs> me and my, my posse. Me and my posse. We're, uh, we're coming to the hospital where my mom is. Uh, and I can't tell you why and I can't tell you anything and I don't want to and we're not friends anymore. Um, <laughs> Bye, bitch. <laughs> Scully takes it. Yeah. Okay, Scully, I have a proposition for you. Yeah. Well, I have I have another proposition for you, but I'm going to do this one, this appropriate one. Team up with your little mystery bro, Charlie Scully. Have a science medical hour show on Fox. Call it The Scullies. The Scullies do solve crimes, and that's the show. The Scullies solve crimes. That would be so good. Featuring Skinner. He's the wacky neighbor. Who, now that Mulder's gone, is trying to fuck Charlie Skelly. No, that's weird. Oh. No. Bad. Bad I'm not going to yes and that. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he basically gives her a heads up that they're coming through. And um, that means all the agents want to talk to Jeremiah Smith because there's 10 of them. Yeah, five. Five. And that's weird. 
So they want to, they're, all the agents are going to be at the hospital. the hospital waiting for Mulder and waiting for Jeremiah Smith, correct? Uh, yeah, and that's when Dolph Lundgren comes up and smashes into them and they have a big fight. So he's in the TELUS van and he's like, Hilarious. can I talk about your cable bill today? And they <laughs> smashes into them. Yeah. Uh, and they fight. Jeremiah fucks off while, like, while Mulder's getting strangled. Yeah, he's so like, thanks, bye. Thanks, Jeremiah. Please. Um... Dolph Lundgren throws Mulder to the ground, and there's a scream. Mm -hmm. I thought it was coming from Mulder, but it was Samantha 2, Electric Beagaloo. Yeah. So she's dead? I don't know. This is never explained. it's never explained. That's one of our favorite phrases. I guess, like, Mulder had a girl. He kidnapped her, and now she's dead? I don't know, because he shows up at the hospital. She ain't with him. Mulder, you can't handle children like that. You can't just kidnap them and then like, oh, she did. Sorry. She was an alien clone of my sister. No harm, no foul. Anyway, he shows up at the hospital. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah Liss. So everyone's like, wah, wah. Yep. And then he cries a little. On to Scully. On to Scully. At his mom's bedside. Yep. And And then there's three more endings. There's three more endings. (laughs) Do you remember them? Uh, Okay, let me see if I can do this all professional-like. Number one. Daddy double tap gets double tapped. Yeah. And then he crawls crawls his way along the floor of the hallway of Mulder's apartment building. And writes S-R-S-G in blood. In blood on the and floor. And then dies. Like fucking dope, honestly. Hey, you know what? Daddy double tap died as he lived. Dope as fuck. Yeah. Farewell, rip, rip, rip. Rip, rip, rip. our favorite daddies. Let the daddies hit the floor. <laughs> Uh, number two ending. Moeller goes to the... The SRSG. Which is... Do you remember? Nope. Something in the UN building. Yeah. To talk about the uh, space weed growing in Alberta. Yes. And everyone's like, I don't know. And But then there was this lady who looked like... like Scarlett Johansson? Got it. And she's like, sorry, Mr. Mulder, we can't do anything for you. And then hands him a, a picture file, yeah. of, of it. Of, and all the children milking the bees. And then she says... Not everything dies. So she's an alien? I don't, I don't know. know. So that's ending number two. There's two more endings and I have no idea. Oh, there's one more. Oh, um, one more ending. And it's the one where uh, Dolph Lundgren is by Mama Mulder's bedside and he says, why do I do this? <laughs> why do I do this? I need to know why I would do this. Why does me, Dolph Lundgren, an alien, do this? <laughs> And then across the bedside is the former lover. It's uh, the ghost the- or the current one. The current one. The ghost of Ronald Reagan, he says, well, you know, um, people become most dangerous when they have nothing to lose. And Mulder is a, you know, he's integral to our project. And Dolph Lundgren's like, oh, you want you want to fuck her? <laughs> I get it. I get Why it. Why didn't you just say hey, that? bro. I get it. Yeah, it's all cool. This is your piece. <laughs> get your dick wet. Sigh. <laughs> uh, and then Dolph Lundgren heals Mama Mulder. Yep. And she opens her eyes, but she still has a... The tube. Or the end So she goes... <laughs> yeah, well, she doesn't, and that's no, why doesn't. it's weird. That's why she's... Because she should. Maybe she taken that space weed. Oh, good point. She's real chill. Well, Dolph Lundgren was covered in it, in a thin layer of his own urine. Yeah, and his lips were a lot of lips. <laughs> Everything about him is just kind of, like, chunky and meaty. Oh, God. Is that the three endings? That's the three endings. Okay. We did it. Oh, oh, guys, it's been a long God. time. <laughs> That's like running a marathon. Yeah. My gosh. What do we do now? Well, now we do some kind of fun, kicky segment. Usually we're preceded by a theme song. 
Let's hear the theme song for Personal X-Files. Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Cause we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your Personal X-Files. We asked during our break, we asked our space cadets, which is you, for some hometown X-Files. Now we had a bunch of people send them in. Uh, but one of our, I I think it was Katie. It was Katie, yeah. yeah. it was Katie. Our space cadet Katie sent us a bunch of links of New England, close to my heart, <laughs> New England stories and cryptids. We actually told one of them a long time ago about the New England fairy people. Yeah, very uh, cool. One was about the Dover demon. Fuck, the scariest cryptid ever. Uh, one was about werewolves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like this article... It's just titled, New Englanders See a Lot of UFOs. (laughs) And I will post the article, and I will also post the map of, it's a map of the United States of America, and it has broken down the UFO sightings per 100 million people, and New England is fucking just concentrated UFO sightings. (laughs) So it says, the National uh, UFO Reporting Center, UFRAC, recently released some global statistics regarding UFO sightings. Guess what? People in New England see more UFOs per capita than any other people in the United States. Holy fuck. (laughs) I have always suspected that our part of the country was spookier than others. Okay. Perhaps this is some tangible proof. As someone who lived in New England, I have to say we are 100% more spooky. Okay. Um, The northern New, uh, New England states, Maine, New Hampshire, and Vermont are all way above the average. It seems like Vermont is definitely the place to go if you are eager to see a UFO. Rhode Island, Connecticut are also above average. Although Massachusetts leads the nation in many of its measures, it is only average in UFO sightings. Mass holes. We need to step it up. That is a line from this article, and I love it. <laughs> Turn off Netflix and go outside more, please. Oh, so sassy. Oh, wow. Uh, this map raises a lot of questions. For example, at first I thought... Oh, the rural states tend to see more UFOs than the heavily urbanized states. They have less light pollution, so people can see the night sky more clearly. But on second thought, I realized that some relatively rural states don't see many UFOs at all, particularly in the South. So much for that theory. And Rhode Island and Connecticut have a lot of cities in the big suburbs anyway. They also talked about, they have a couple other graphs in terms by year, the amount of sightings. And by 2010... Our sightings reached 45,000 sightings in the United States alone. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, That's a really lot. crazy. Um, other fun fact from the UFRAC report, the type of UFOs people see have changed over time. And we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, these days, more people report strange lights in the sky than any other form of UFO. Uh, maybe because there are airplanes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, no judgy. Actual flying saucers are now in the distant second place, followed by spherical, triangular, and cigar-shaped objects. This is a really cool article. That is really cool. So thank you, Katie, for sending us your hometown X-Files. We will post the article and the maps in our Facebook page. Yeah. And if you have a hometown X-File, so an X-File, something spooky, something weird that goes on in your area, please, please, please send it to doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com, double spelled out. Yeah. Correct? Um, mm. Yeah, and I uh, I posted a couple uh, hometown hauntings from my hometowns, my various hometowns uh, over the break, so check yeah. those out. I think I did one too. Yeah. Of a New England spooky, spooky tree people. Totally. They're real crazy. Um, what do we do next? Oh, 
Now we do predictions. Hey, let's do it. Let's do it. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Here's the title. Uh Uh-huh. Season four, episode two, Home. Okay, I do have to say some things. Yeah. Uh, Because I want this to be very transparent. Transparent. You told me that this episode was aired once. Yes. And a lot of people on the interweb have talked about this episode. Yes. So I may know a couple things about this episode, but I don't know how it all fits into it. Okay. The one thing that I have gleamed off of the Tumblr, because mm-hmm. I <laughs> do a lot of I the do Tumblr, partake. Uh, is there is, it's kind of a, a hills have, the hills have eyes situation. Mm-hmm. So kind of a, uh, I don't want to say like hillbilly family, but I'm going to say hillbilly family. Not like derogatory. Oh, I don't want to use. Well, that you word. know the episode is going to make it derogatory. Oh, it's going to be hella derogatory. But kind of a a, a group of uh, people who are out in the middle of nowhere, out in the boonies, and for some whatever reason, they're all serial killers, or something. Oh, and then how did Mulder and? Okay, I got it. There is a town. Mm-hmm. It's not in the boonies. It's a town. People are disappearing. Mm-hmm. Strangely. Children are being taken from their homes. So Mulder and Scully go and investigate. They're being taken to live with this family of, um, like, monsters. Cool. Who killed them and tortured them and it's going to be real gross. And I think that's why that's why it's not seen because it's really disturbing. Right? Could be. Uh, so how do we break out these points? Um, Boonie family. Uh-huh. Serial killer children disappearing. <laughs> Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, serial killers abducting children. Yeah. Cool. Good. That's two points. I, I was mean, g- half points. Half points. Half points. I, so, ooh. You nervous? Yeah, I am. I am too. So I do kind of want to see it because if it's one of those episodes where it's the X-Files that said, ooh, this is too much, I'm really worried. I think we're going to be yelling. Are we going to be yelling? I think we're going to be yelling. Do you think it's going to be too, you think it's... Do you know if it's really offensive and that's why they didn't do it? Or is it really kind of gross and gory and is just kind of too, too much? Both. But I kind of like that sometimes. Combo breaker. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I hope you guys will join us for our next episode. Yeah. Uh, as you know, we go up every Tuesday at noon. Yeah. Or when, you know. Whenever. Whenever. If, if daddy's got a meeting, <laughs> then it's going to be a little later. <laughs> whenever you finish your lunch yeah your business lunch uh but you don't have to like wait every tuesday you can actually talk to us whenever you like we have a facebook page we have a twitter uh both of those double x files spelled out and of course you can email us double x files podcast at gmail.com and uh we also have a tumblr where we're posting all the latest dank memes uh it's fuck yeah double x files at tumblr.com i'm gonna find so much space weed memes please for this week uh and we also have an instagram where we post um things that we eat while we record and spooky things yeah and any cryptids we've spotted and we also posted pics from our recent trip to portland yeah when we went to portland and your cat yes and my cat i often post my cat on there she is a cryptid sweet dutch now if you feel and and let's just say 
this year has been a little bit tough. Yeah. If you feel you want to subscribe to our podcast, you want to leave us a review, that would help us out greatly. Mm -hmm. Get to more people so we can spread the good word. And that good word, or sorry, words are wetter, wilder, meaner, and gayer. Yep, that is our... Uh, That's our motto. It's our motto going forwards. I mean, you gotta you gotta be mean to the people who think you don't have a right to exist. Yes. Yes. If you want to subscribe and get that t-shirt, please do. Can I can I do a challenge? Yes, that we please. Can announce? Let's do a challenge. Here's my challenge to you, my dear space cadets. If you purchase on our Redbubble page... A Wetter Wilder, Meaner Gear t-shirt, book, sticker, mug, or duvet, duvet cover. Hey, you can hey, get real wild. Yeah. Uh, if you do that, you send us a picture, either email or Facebook or Tumblr. I will personally send you one of our snail mail, one month of our snail mail club from my home to yours. Uh, last month it was, I sent house ghosts. Yeah, they were pretty cool. This month, uh, I think I'm sending out um, Portland souvenirs. Yeah, we picked up some stuff in Portland that we think you guys are going to so like. So make sure you do. So if you do purchase it, once you do purchase it, send us a picture of you sporting it, and then I will send you one free month of our Snail Mail Club. Yeah. If you don't want to purchase it, you don't. You just want to be part of the Snail Mail Club, go to patreon.com slash thunderquack. $7 a month gets you into our club. And it's a very cool club. Uh, it's a very cool club. <laughs> if I do say so myself. Anything else? No, I think that's it. I'm, I'm kind of excited to be back in the saddle. I'm real sweaty. Yeah, I know. I'm sitting right beside you. <laughs> hey. Hey. Your beard still looks real good. Oh, thanks. Now, if you're an alien, you're not just sweaty. That's also a thin layer of pee on your skin. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, why don't you look at it and find out if I'm an alien? Oh, no. Until next time. The, the truth, truth is out, out there. there. L- lick it. Oh. Oh. <laughs>